Our focus of today's episode, Jason Whitlock, penned in a letter this plea. Black America, print this letter and share it with your family, friends, co-workers, and most importantly, your pastor. What letter? We're going to dig into that and much more, so stick around. Welcome in. This is Religionless Christianity. I'm your host, Spencer, and this is my beautiful wife, Nikki. And before we dive into this topic, honey, do you have anything you would like to say? I just want to say I, I'm i just so thankful that we have um, some people that speak up that, you know, Vody and Jason Whitlock, that no matter what's going on in the world, like God always sends someone out the voice and truth and truth is very rare. We don't hear it often. So I just want to praise God that he has sent people to speak the truth that can stand in the position they're in and be heard. Yep. Not everybody likes to take the arrows and stand in the heat. So it's definitely a blessing when you find those that are willing to Mm -hmm. and speak the truth. So Make sure you like and subscribe if you're watching us, whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on, follow, subscribe, whatever they ask you to do, and come jump on the Discord. Links will be down in the description. Um, we link most of like the episode notes or like if there's videos and stuff like that, we'll be linking those on the Discord because we don't want people coming to find us on Facebook because Facebook sucks. Um, we want you to come to Discord where we can uh, just chat in a less um, satanic way, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Facebook stinks. So um, come to Discord. Also on Discord, we have sort of videos and stuff that don't make it to the podcast or the YouTube channel. Um, So for this, for instance, we had a 4th of July message that we put out on Facebook. That'll be on the Discord channel as well. So you can come check it out. I think it was a pretty good 4th of July message. Probably a little harder message than most people are getting on a 4th of July. So come check that out. And then the last thing, our website is up and running today. That took me a long time um, and a lot of work. I don't know why. It's not the most complicated (laughs) thing in the world, but I'm a busy person. So it is up and that's a great blessing to me to finally have that up there. I'd love it if you guys would just go check it out. Let us know what you think about it. It's in its initial stages, so God willing, it's going to grow from there. But you can, it's kind of just a one-stop shop for where you can find the podcast, the videos, um, some of the more recommended books and stuff that we have um, talked about on this show. Um, We also have on there sort of like a road to salvation and an assurance of salvation kind of mapped out. So if you are new to the faith, whatever, you can kind of figure out where you're at and where you're going sort of thing. So love if you guys go check that out and let us know about it. Anywho, um, last week we started talking, um, about this idea in the world we live in, you know, with a sea of voices, kind of what is, what's important nowadays is knowing who to listen to. Cause there's so many voices right now. And then with that kind of being, the foundation we decided in our lives, kind of the two people that we think are really worth listening to. We kind of dubbed it the most important people. That's 
probably not necessarily true. There's a lot of really important voices. Um, but the ones we landed on were Vody Bauckham, um, who we looked at last week. And the second one was Jason Whitlock, and that's who we're going to be looking at this week. So if you want to hear that Vody Bauckham episode, go check that out. Um, it's on the podcast, all that sort of stuff. We highly, highly recommend you go and grab his book, Fault Lines. Um, again, it'll be linked down in the description. It's up on the website as well. You can go find it. But we're looking at Jason Whitlock. So we just wanted to kind of start with who is Jason Whitlock because I don't think he's somebody that most people in just a strictly Christian sense or Christian world knows of um, because he's not a pastor or a preacher or anything like that. Um, but for his entire career up until basically this year, He's been a sports journalist and kind of a sports commentator. And he basically got his start, you know, 30 years ago back with the Kansas City Star, where he kind of grew in notoriety um, as well as controversy because he's an outspoken man in a industry where most people aren't outspoken um, unless it's, you know, liberal um, humanist nonsense. So he later would move on to ESPN, you know, Fox Sports. He went to OutKick for a little while, and now he's finally at The Blaze. And, uh, you know, he's hosted a bunch of TV shows, and he's getting ready to release his podcast called Fearless, which is what prompted me to kind of highlight him here because I highly recommend everyone go and listen to that. Yeah, so he, um, Jason, he was born in Indiana. Um, he kind of grew up in the lower middle class and then he earned um, a scholarship to Ball State uh, where he played college football before graduating with his degree in journalism. Yep so he's got some experience there and then you know this being sort of a Christian show we just wanted to make the point you know that Jason Whitlock he's not the most refined man um, spiritually and oh, even the most refined people are going to point out any little flaw they can anyway. So it doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you jump on any sort of Christian Facebook group, um, don't even ask a question on there because you're going to get one legitimate answer and 600 people telling you why you're an idiot, you're wrong, your theology stinks. Um, so, you know, again, he's he's not the most like we said, refined guy. And, you know, I'm sure some people out there may kind of pick him apart for his past life, but not us. Well, that's kind of like what Satan does anyway. He likes to always point out why you're disqualified and shouldn't be doing anything good. Yeah, I mean, you but, look hard into our past, at least mine. <laughs> yeah. Probably shouldn't be here. Anywho. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, you can look back in his past and find some negative, right? But you'll find some positive there as well. And we're not highlighting him because we think he's perfect. You know, we're highlighting him because we think he's important. And we believe that he's speaking a truth that so desperately needs to be heard today. Um, so we wanted to kind of look next at what makes him so important for today. In this sea of voices, what makes Jason Whitlock somebody that we should be listening to? So uh, first, you know, I feel that kind of in the world that we're living in right now, it's kind of a time where white voices are trying to be shut out. Mm -hmm. You know, it's sort of the same argument that we heard a couple years ago with the Me Too movement, um, the abortion debate. It was kind of like, 
if you don't fit into this little oppressed minority group or special category of individuals, then your voice doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're not like a so-called oppressed minority, um, yeah, you can't speak on it um, unless you've been in their shoes specifically, like anything you say, even if it's truth, they don't want to hear it. Yeah. You know, and me and Nikki are, <laughs> we're basically the exact people they don't want to listen to, right? Like super white, incredibly white, um, heterosexual, <laughs> Christian, you know, any number of reasons why we're disqualified to debate. So for this reason, um, among probably many others, we thought Jason Whitlock was important. Yeah. So we don't have to make the case for ourselves. That's why we're pointing you to Whitlock because they can't say anything to him because he's, you know, he's a black guy. and Yeah, he's the just... exact group of people that they would say has been oppressed. and Yeah. Um, you know, so this way, if you have an argument, it's not, you know, two porcelain white heterosexual Christians like me and Nikki. No, it's a dude that grew up in a lower middle class Midwestern family. Um, yeah, he can speak on behalf of so, all these, you know, oppressed people. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and you know, it's a shame that that's sort of what we're leaning on. But I think it's important in the world where everything's so um, divided and everything's such a hot button issue nowadays. But um, like you said, it's not basically two whiteies making an argument, you know, um, against whatever this false narrative of the godless left um it's the argument of a black man sort of engrossed in black culture like we said from humble beginnings um and i think that will carry more weight unfortunately than if it was just me or her saying it so we just want to read through a portion of a letter um the portion of the letter that we opened this show with and we'll have that letter linked in the uh, show notes as well as a couple other of his articles they're all really good worth a read um, and we encourage you to go check those out. So the letter is titled Whitlock's Letter to Black America, explaining the real purpose of made-for-TV racial conflict. Yeah, and he says in the letter, Dear black people, we are being lied to and set up. The mainstream media, democratic politicians, social justice activists, and perhaps even your church pastor have led you to believe America is in the midst of a racial conflict similar to the Civil War and the Civil Rights Movement. They have pitted us against the Proud Boys, the KKK, the rural, rural militia groups, and Trump supporters in a made-for-TV race war. Just five years after Barack Obama completed two terms as president of the United States, we're supposed to believe America has been overrun by violent white supremacists determined to reinstate segregation Jim Crow laws, and maybe even slavery. It's a setup. We're being used as decoys and distractions in a war that has nothing to do with race. The real war is about global power and the future of America's system of government. This country's elite, global citizens, and corporations prefer communism over capitalism and democracy. They prefer China's system over our system. And America has been the world's leader in racial progress and fairness, the mainstream media are not allowed to explain this to you. Advertisers, a.k.a. major corporations, will no longer support media outlets that back our current demo democratic and capitalistic systems of governance. Yes. 
This is the message mm-hmm. that America and especially minority America needs to hear. We feel, you know, we talked in previous episodes and we've linked on the discord. Um, <laughs> and funny enough, it was a old YouTube channel that I had about building like PCs. And, uh, I linked that video is still up there in the, the episode notes, but we sort of talk about this idea that America doesn't have a systemic racism problem. What America has is a liberalism problem. Mm-hmm. And everywhere that liberalism has a stronghold in this country, in culture, and whatever it happens to be, minorities and especially blacks are oppressed and they suffer. Yeah, and the unfortunate thing is the godless left in this country has been propagandizing minorities in this nation for decades, um, if not a century. We need men like Jason Whitlock that are willing to speak out and like he said, take the arrows and take the heat and not be shaken. Yeah, listen, like we said, he's not perfect, right? But neither are we, neither are you. Um, you know, he mentions in one of his, in the episode, I think that will um, have linked on the Discord that he curses too much. That's something he's trying to get under control. Um, he has a checkered past, you know, if, when you hear him talk about the way his life was. Um, a rich, successful black man living in L.A., you can imagine a checkered mm-hmm. past, but God has a way of using sort of the least likely or the unlikely people to serve his plans. Yeah. It's like people always want someone they think is fit to speak. Like, you know, Jesus was rejected because they had the idea in their mind that he was going to, you know, do what they wanted, what their idea of Messiah was. But that's not a reason to... um discredit Jason Whitlock because he's not perfect. So 1 Corinthians 1.27 says, God chooses the despised, foolish, and weak to be his servants. In doing this, he confounds the mighty, proves his power, and reveals who he is. Yeah, it's it's never the person you think it's going to be um, mm-hmm. that God uses. And we're not trying to mention that Jason Whitlock is somehow Moses here. <laughs> he's just... You know, he's an important voice, we think, at this time. And he can be a voice for Christians, too. As long as you you believe that Jesus is the Christ, you believe the gospel, then you don't need to judge his past. He's speaking on behalf of Christians. He's not, um, he's not shaming the name of Jesus. Plus, he admits his sins. So he's wanting prayer. Like, there's nothing wrong with him not being perfect. None of us are perfect. No, but that's actually why we decided to highlight him is because along with Vody Bakum, you know, they both sort of agree that there's a myriad of problems in this country and the only solution to them is Jesus. So, I mean, mm-hmm. if Jason Whitlock wasn't speaking from a point of view of Jesus as the answer, we wouldn't recommend him, right? Right. So, yeah, I mean, he comes at it from a different angle than Vody. You know, Vody's obviously a much more um, theologically educated man. He's a pastor, spent his life in the church. So from a religious angle, Vody's an excellent source. They're, spo- they're basically speaking the same thing in the same lane, just from different sort of sides of the aisle, I guess. You know, Jason speaks much more on cultural issues because that's where he came from. That's where his life has been. So he's able to mm-hmm. um, touch on those things a little bit better than maybe not that Vody had some kind of clean upbringing either, but they're both speaking on the same thing with the same solution. 
just yeah. from different angles, which makes him so important. So, um, and again, with back to Whitlock, like sports and sort of basically this hip hop culture, they're so influential in a minority community, um, especially the black community where, you know, hip hop culture is, is the culture, you know, and it doesn't necessarily, like we said, behoove like two skinny white people like us, or, you know, some goofy white academic, you know, to come and speak about what ails the black community. It doesn't do any good. Yeah, but we'll believe, we believe we'll have more success if we have someone that has lived that life, speaks, you know, that language, but does so from a, a godly perspective. And we believe Jason Whitlock is, is that person. Yeah, I pulled up just a couple other articles on here. If you go to the Blaze and just type in Jason Whitlock, you'll find a bunch of them. But I mean, he writes on everything, you know, obviously he's a little more sports centric because that's where his background is. So he touches on things like in recent days, the Shikari Richardson, um, you know, thing that happened with her getting disqualified from the Olympics, Bill Cosby. Um, But he goes into pretty heavily on um, sort of the communist China's influence in American business. So, you know, if you're kind of wondering why a lot of these especially in the sports world, I'm a big athlete or not a big athlete. I'm a big sports fan. Let's be clear. Very <laughs> you want to be a big athlete. <laughs> very different thing. Yeah. I'm an athlete in my own mind, but you know, if you're ever, you know, curious, you know, why does LeBron stay quiet when it comes to China and their uh, human rights violations and their racism and stuff like that? Whitlock is a great source for that. Um, but he even, you know, again, in that vein of speaking about Jesus, he tells us that the Bible offers, you know, explanations for why Nike and LeBron James hate America. Mm-hmm. A great article to read. So there's so many articles in here. He's a wonderful writer, yeah. and his podcast is right around the corner. And it's going to be, I mean, he calls it fearless for a reason because he's about to hopefully take it to people, um, hopefully in a loving, godly way. But <laughs> yeah, so that's just why we wanted to bring him. This is just a small snippet on who Jason Whitlock is and a little bit about him. Um, we highly encourage you to go and listen to him yourself so you can get an understanding. And hopefully he'll open your eyes a little bit more from that cultural angle of why the country is the way it is. Um, and then also, please, you know, go check out Vody as well. Um, super important. You know, Vody. I mean, he'll get you right in so many different areas of your life. Mm-hmm. If you're a, you know, just a God-fearing man. So, you know, we know there's others out there with important voices. Um, and we'd love for you to kind of share with us who you think those people are. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have specific sermons that you would um, recommend, we have a spot on our Discord for sermon recommendations. You can come throw those up there. We'd love to give them a listen. We're always open to hearing something new. Um but again, these two in our mind are pretty high up on our list of people that you ought to be paying attention to right now. And um, they can just really kind of help you um, understand the climate around us in a way that can kind of bring hope um, in this sort of lost and <laughs> dying generation that we live in. So, um, but there is no solution apart from Christ. We know that that's why we're starting this podcast never has been never will be i like how you pointed out how like the differences between vody and uh jason whitlock how like vody comes like from that 
he has more of a a longer background in theological studies, and he's been in this subject for a while. And then Whitlock comes around and, like, he gets it, but he's got a different background. Like you said, he's more rough around the edges. So people who are, who've been walking with the Lord for a while, and maybe they already knew about Vody, and then there's the crowd that steeped in sin, you know, they can relate to Whitlock because he even still can bring up his sins. He's still struggling. So it's like both of these groups of people new to the Lord and still struggling in sin versus people who've been in church for a while, you know, who know Bodhi. So I think it's good that they have those differences, but they can come together in Christ. Yeah, definitely. He's the great unifier. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's all we got for this week. Do you have anything you want to say as we get ready to wrap this episode up? No, that was it. No, yeah, (laughs) please go give these guys a listen. Um, Jump on the social media, the Discord. We want to hear from you guys. We want to pray for you. Um, But that's all we got for today. We'll see you guys again on Wednesday. Love you. God bless. Mm -hmm.